Welcome to the Gutsy Ladies Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Reynolds, and I'm a life coach on a mission to support midlife women to live their next chapters with ease, with clarity, and with confidence, to become a gutsy lady. A gutsy lady doesn't fade or shy away, and she doesn't use midlife as an excuse to live a life less fulfilled. She thinks, if not now, when? Until now, the story of midlife hasn't supported this vision for our lives, and it's time to talk about it. In this podcast, I share insights from my personal experience, as well as thoughts and lessons from thousands of hours of coaching. If you want to live your best life and are ready to do the work, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. So thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me for another episode, and It's cool that you've clicked this because this is probably something that you've been rehearsing in your mind, um, like to yourself, or you may even said it out loud. And it's something I've heard said back to me numerous times, not just from my gutsy ladies, but also from my gutsy men. And I know you're out there listening, which is really, really sweet. So um, this is around the topic of, I really don't know who, that's interesting, I was about to say who. I don't I really don't know what I want to be when I grow up, but accurately, it is better to be saying, I really don't know who I want to be when I grow up. And I've got the answer for you in a place that you are probably not going to think about. And it's in the place of being able to address this through your physical health. So if you have not already got your... Um, you know, your movement patterns well, your eating well, your sleeping well, your alcohol consumption well, then I'm going to get you to park that question just for a little while, go and address your physical health, health, and then I can promise you that the answers will come. And in in this episode, I'm going to explain three reasons why your physical health is inextricably linked to your life satisfaction as well as I'm going to give you the number one way that you can kickstart your physical health, because that's obviously the question you're going to have. If I've convinced you that you can start here, the next thing is, yeah, but how am I going to kickstart this? I've got a really, really, really good way, and it's um, it's foolproof. And then I'm also going to finish up with three reasons why that is a no-brainer and also an exciting offer I've got for the end of July that's going to help you to kickstart it. But first to this whole concept of, I, you know, I don't know what or who I want to be when I grow up. And what I find is that when we get to midlife, there's this excuse is not really the conscious language around it, but it's essentially what happens. There's this whole pattern of behavior that we come to where we like, we can almost be parking our physical health until we get the answers sorted about who we want to be or what we want to be when we grow up, because then we almost say to ourselves, oh, when I've got that answer sorted, then I'll get my act together. And I'm just going to say how wrong that is, (laughs) because I don't really know that there's ever been a time in my life where I was actually able to answer those big, big questions or that big question about um, next level of reinvention or next level of goals I wanted to play with or what I really wanted out of life for this next phase, I wasn't really able to answer those questions accurately or well enough when I wasn't feeling physically well. 
But when I was feeling on top of the world in my physicality, those answers just come. And so this is, you know, it's a little bit that song's coming up in my head. We're looking for love in all the wrong places. Essentially, I think we can be looking for the answers in all the wrong places. And so let's park that. And if you have not got your physical health up to scratch for you, and that does not mean that you are ready to, you know, bear your whole physicality, um, you know, you're skinny and your um, Instagram, you know, worthy. That's not what you know. I'm pretty sure if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your levels of energy and health and vitality. And all of that comes, with all of that comes confidence as well, right? So it's no surprise it all leads in. But the other piece to this question of I don't know who or what I want to be when I grow up, it reminds me of a scene out of a Hollywood movie where we sort of walk, you know, gently up quite a steep hill and we yell out this question on the mount. It's like the Sermon on the Mount and we yell it out to the universe, but really probably we're yelling it out to someone like God, like, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And you're waiting for an answer. And when that answer comes, everything is going to miraculously fall into line. If that's also part of what's going on for you, again, stop it. (laughs) Again, it doesn't happen in that lightning bulb moment. In my experience, it has happened incrementally. It has also happened because I have got myself in the best physical and mental state to allow inspiration, um, ideas to come to me that are part of the answer and then I go exploring. So if if this is a question you've got brewing in your head or you may have said out loud to girlfriends or mates, then please just listen up to the rest of this episode because I hope what I've got for you is a different way of viewing that question. So as I said, um, I'm going to give you three key reasons why our physical health is inextricably linked to our overall life satisfaction. There is not one thing I'm about to share with you that you don't know already. I'm pretty sure of that. So I am here to give you a healthy, healthy reminder. The number one thing that I've got in linked with physical health and life satisfaction is around the picture of energy and vitality. And, you know, when we say we're going to get ourselves back into shape, so many clients come to me, they are looking for energy, but where is it that we have a a weight loss program, for example, that it goes an energy creation program? That's the problem. We're sold on this stupid narrative about what health and physical health is about when we're all looking for the same thing. So when we are feeling our most energetic and vital, We have just got the energy to um, pursue things that are exciting to us. We, We just don't have to think twice about an idea that comes to mind. And more importantly, we've got the stamina and the endurance to follow that idea through. So by getting yourself in your best version of physically healthy, you are just naturally going to have a bank of energy that right now may be lacking. The second thing is the fact that when we get our physical health, 
lined up, we actually get greater mental and emotional well-being. And as you have probably worked out, when you are feeling low around your physicality, when you are not moving as much as you'd like to be, or you know your body likes to be, when you are not eating as well, when you are not sleeping as well, when you are drinking too much alcohol or other sort of poisons, then you you miss out on this physical and mental well-being. And that's because you are also missing out on some beautiful hormones, um, which are endorphins. And these endorphins are naturally produced in our body to help us to feel good and to help us have great mood. So once again, when we're trying to work out what it is we want in the pre-retirement and retirement phase of our life, we want to have a really clear mind and focus to make these decisions. And we want to do it with a happy intention, not with what may be a bit more lower mood. So again, feeling and doing what's required to stay physically healthy will also not just increase our mood and get those endorphins, it helps with our cognitive function, our memory and our concentration. So, you know, basically this incredible piece of engineering, which is our physical body, is running at its optimum. So of course, the choices or the inspiration we get about the life we want will just be easier. It will come to us easier. And I'm sure when you think about yourself, when you've been in your most you know, healthy and vibrant state, you probably felt so much more well resilient. You felt that you could actually tackle you know, anything, you know, and if you've gone recently out to even try to do some physical activity, one of the beautiful byproducts that you get instantly is those endorphins, is that feeling good. Now, the third thing, and this is so important for us in our midlife, is that our quality of life and our longevity just naturally improves. And it's because we're using this physical body for the purposes with which we have been given it. And, um, The other thing is by using it, you know, what's that adage is use it or lose it. We will actually minimize not just chronic disease and and fairly serious things like that, but it's other limitations that come on when this piece of engineering is not looked after as we age. So when you've got less limitations, you've also got more independence So it sort of feeds into this whole picture of not just knowing what it is we want to be and do when we grow up, but being capable of whatever it is that is sitting in our desires. And this is this is a really interesting thing that I think, you know, has really dawned on me recently. And it um is because I think when we are in our, you know, optimum physical state. I think there's a really strong connection to our desires. So when someone says to me, I really don't know what it is I want to be or do when I grow up, I think, and particularly in midlife, obviously, it's there's a disconnection has occurred. And, and a lot of that is around confidence. And a lot of that can happen when our physical capability is diminished. And I'm not talking about having to go out there and do as I've recently done, like an ultra marathon. I'm, I'm not putting that out there. That is for everybody. What I'm talking about is getting yourself looking after your physical health 
probably at a level or with a requirement that you may not have considered before. Because when when you are walking regularly or whatever, what other physical activity that floats your boat, it could be gardening, it could be dancing, it could be um, yoga and other movements like that. But walking we know is one of the most, you know, valuable physical endeavours any humans have done. Doing that, fueling your body well, will all help with your sleep, but also diminishing the amount of, you know, toxins that you put in your body that are impacting your sleep, which is therefore impacting your desire and energy to go out and use your body. Everything is linked. And and this is what I said just before, there's not one of those three things have I told you you didn't already know. I'm here to remind you. And the next question I'm imagining you've probably got is, okay, right, Bella, I'm hearing you. I know when I've felt my best in the past, I actually got a lot more done and I just felt better about myself. Well, what's, this is the question I think is brewing because it's been said to me numerous times and I've possibly said it to myself in the past. What's, what's the quickest way that I can shortcut to kickstart getting back into my physical health? Because when I think about it, one of the obvious uh, obstacles that I have with clients is they've tried to kickstart and get going in the past and it may not have worked. And so, you know, humans that I work with who have, you know, tried and failed, tried and failed, tried and failed, they lose their confidence in their ability to even be able to kickstart. And I get that. So I want to share with you what I think is probably the quickest way that I have found personally and clients who've come with me have also found one of the quickest ways that any human can kickstart their physical health journey is going and doing a retreat. Now, when I say retreat, I've actually said that in as a noun, but I also want you to hear it as a verb. So the act of retreating and actually going and doing a retreat. Same thing for what I'm about to share with you. Because I want to give you three reasons why I believe retreating is one of the most valuable ways that anyone can kickstart their physical health. And personally, I've done it. Probably the best retreat I did personally was in 2017 when I'd sort of basically completed a fabulous burnout. You'll hear about it in previous episodes. Um, I took a whole week out of my day-to-day world and um, just hired a gorgeous little apartment at Burley Heads and went out on my own and retreated from my day-to-day existence so that I could really work out not just what it is I wanted to move forward with, but basically remove a heap of stimuli that is in my daily life that I think was, you know, not having the best impact on what I was doing. So I've done that personally. But I have to say that in more recent times, when I would take clients on a retreat, I think that's even a more beautiful process. And these three reasons are sort of involved with what, why that is the case. Number one, when we choose to retreat from our day-to-day world, now the absolute minimum I would think of is three days. Um, but if all you've got is a whole day, just go and find yourself in an area and take yourself out of your day-to-day work. That is better than nothing. 
But the number one reason that I think it's so valuable is it it is a total circuit breaker. You are going to get yourself out of your day-to-day environment, which literally has, you know, multiple, multiple triggers. And so because you know that you are basically a habit robot until you choose not to be, we have high levels of automaticity. When we make wake up every day in our normal environment, we are naturally triggered to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, the whole alphabet, and you'll do that within three minutes. So we just naturally are in an environment that is going to lead us to act and be in a certain way. So when we've made a decision that we want to do differently or be differently, to be in that environment is one of the hardest things we can do. And this is why I feel it's so um hard for us to change when we're living in the same environment. And with my habit um, change uh, practitioner uh, training that I did with beautiful Dr. Gina Cleo, that, you know, one of the simplest ways to shortcut is to get out of your current environment. You know, we know that when humans go and move to live somewhere entirely different, it is a point of change that they can... um, add on so many other things with it that will actually probably have a big chance of success. So number one, retreating is fabulous because you get out of your day-to-day environment. You you physically take yourself away from multiple, multiple triggers that are linked to the person that you currently are. Now, if you want to be different from that, get out of that environment. Number two is that when you go to retreat, you are going to immerse yourself. So not only are you immersing yourself in a new environment, it is very likely you're doing it with people that you've never met. So you've got all sorts of different neural pathways starting to emerge. There is also you're immersing yourself with experts, people that are walking, talking role models of whatever um, the retreat topic is that you've chosen to be. So you're immersing yourself and being able to, you know, sitting and, you know, and being in the space with these people who are, you know, you're able to um, uh, copy and mimic. And a lot of that happens without you even realising there's a lot of mirroring can go on because you're immersing yourself in that environment. And it's it's also you've got these humans on tap with you. So I know when I've run retreats, I ran two retreats. Um, my last one was in 2019 up at Trek West with the most delightful Shelley Hawkins. And taking my clients, um, they had to get on a plane. Then we got driven out, you know, hours away into a totally different, like red dirt, um, oh, the most incredible Australian landscape that you could get to and open, big wide open stars and sleeping in um glamping tents and you know showering in an open shower environment under the stars like all these things that we don't do in our day-to-day work you were immersing yourself in that so it can't help but rub off on you literally figuratively and literally (laughs) so it's a beautiful shortcut to um as i said number one break away from your old environment number two immerse in an environment that is so nourishing And then the third thing is, and I found this so uh, beautiful about my recent experience in Bali for the ultra, being immersed also with people who are on the same journey as you. 
So they may have different backgrounds, different ages, different conditions, um, different reasons why they're doing it. But by coming into the retreat space, they are choosing pretty much to have asked similar questions than you have. And humans love to connect. There is nothing more gorgeous than being with in the space of someone when you understand the commonality you've got. And, you know, when someone says, oh, I'm here for this reason or it's, you know, um, I'm struggling to, I don't know, feel comfortable with my partner of number of years or, you know, I've got all this stuff going on in my body that I just, I'm I'm struggling to be able to work out what it is, let alone tell anyone who's important to me or it's sharing that with strangers who become intimate friends over the, the time of the retreat. Humans do love to connect. And particularly if you've got stuff going on at the moment in midlife, no surprises, that are so unfamiliar to any other phase in your life. It's quite beautiful to be in the space with others who are going through that same thing. And that's what I've found when I've done retreats in the past. Um, It's sometimes you think you're the only one going through it, right? And then you find yourself in a space with others who are not just going through the same thing that you're going through, um, but they're also feeling that inadequacy that they should have answers to what's going on. And so all of a sudden that takes a whole heap of pressure off what you're going through. So this third thing I'm talking about is just immersing yourself with other people who've got the same questions as you is is just a really, again, a really nourishing place to be. So that's why I think retreats are so valuable to be able to help anyone who wants to make some big changes in their physical health. And particularly if you know that you have a history of trying and failing, trying and failing over decades, because what do they say? Um, You know, the definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing time and time again and expecting a different result. So if you haven't considered retreat, a form of retreat, something you want to go and do on your own or going and attending a retreat, I would ask you to consider it at the very least because it it is, yeah, I find it, it's a real catalyst, can get you um, into the right headspace and physical space and coming away with planning and actions and, and a real res- resolve because you've been with people that are walking their talk and you walk away with it like, yes, go back into your old environment. But of course, what happens is you go back into that environment, but you also see it for the environment it is, which of course you can't do unless you've removed yourself for some period of time. The last little thing that I love about retreats is the fact that it provides a perfect opportunity for reflection. And I know for me, it's even the trip over to the retreat on the plane and on the way back, whatever you do, if you're going to go and do something like this, make sure you have a notepad with you or even notes on your phone. But what starts to happen is you're trying to piece together what has been so beautiful about it. And the process of reflecting helps you to make sense of what's happened and it helps to embed it as well. So it's, you know, it's it's just a gorgeous way 
for any of us, but particularly in midlife when our lives kind of become so busy and also multi um, role busy. So, you know, it may be your role as, you know, a caregiver and your role as a partner and then your role in your professional life and then your role in community. You know, it's when you go on a retreat, you get to retreat from all of that at once. How good is that? (laughs) So I'm hoping that what you've got so far out of this episode is maybe at least the reminder that if you don't know what it is you want to be or do when you grow up, that you've possibly been ignoring one of the most vital tools that we've got to actually address and answer that question, and that is your own physical health. And by actually addressing your physical health, you will um, just improve your energy and your stamina and your vitality. And as I said, answers will come for you and you will increase your confidence. And of course, one of the fastest ways for us to be able to address this physical health is to go on a retreat of some description. So this is why I want to share if any of this is really resonated and like, yep, I'm ready for this. I have got the most awesome retreat coming up and I am co-hosting it, which is the first time I've actually done that. But I'm not worried at all because I'm co-hosting it with two great friends now. My um, running coach, who's also um, a full-blown personal trainer, but very, very heavily involved with epigenetics. And this is Neil and Neil Wagstaff is in New Zealand. He's got the most fabulous breadth of experience of working with people from all walks and phases of life around their physical health, but also how that links in with their mindset. And then the second person I'm co-hosting the treat with is mentor, friend, financial coach, uh, business coach, um, ultra marathon runner is Kyron Goss, another Kiwi. I do have this love affair with Kiwis. And Kyron, um, I think probably the number one thing I would say about Kyron is to be in his space and to, again, um, absorb how differently he thinks. That's probably what I've got most out of um, working with him over the last couple of years. So Kyron is um, at the retreat to help facilitate it, but also to help anyone that's attending there that's, you know, really got some questions around who they want to be when they grow up particularly around how they can fund it financially because he's a big, um, you know, I'm part of his program, which is Freedom Accelerator, which is all about getting into freedom in that pre-retirement um, retirement phase. So those two beautiful humans and myself. So, of course, what I'm bringing to the table is not just helping people with their mindset and also my background with physical health as well, but helping people to walk away from the retreat with an action plan something that helps you to set up tiny, tiny habits um, beginning from the days that you are there and also experiment with some tools that I have found so useful in the last 12 months of my life. One is abundance mindset. Number two, it's using um, physical tools like ice baths and um, yoga nidra, which I'll be taking people through, um, breathing techniques, meditation, Um, Lots and lots of tools that are designed to help us to um, nourish our nervous system, befriend our biology, um, particularly this phase of life, but also as we want to answer the questions of like, who do I want to be when I grow up and what it is I want to get out of this pre-retirement phase and beyond. 
So if that's of interest to you at all, the retreat is called Biology Reset. It is in New Zealand, but it is flying just into Auckland and it all transfers. I've got all the details about this retreat. Um, it's in late July. Um, all the details are going to be on the link in the notes to this podcast. But please make sure that you um, join my mailing list um, as well so you can get updates. But also there'll be a link, not just for this, but to be able to book in for a discovery session. So we can have a look at, you know, is this retreat ideal for what you're looking at? Because we've only got a handful of um, places left and I'm I'm just so excited to be able to be taking some of my gutsy humans because this is open for men and women, by the way. Um, we've already got a couple of great men who have already signed up to do it, which is awesome. And I, I just can't wait to get all of these people in the same space at this beautiful uh, resort, which is on the coast in New Zealand. And um, to be able to immerse yourselves with experts that are, you know, living, breathing examples of physical health and also the financial health and be able to give you an action plan so that you can walk away and kickstart your life the way that you want. So I hope this has been something that's of interest to you. Please make sure you check in um, what the details are about and book in for a discovery call because I'd really love to talk more with you about it. And I I hope that just what I've talked about is enough for you to consider that actually addressing your physical health and, you know, optimising it will help you to find the answers to who you want to be or how you want to be as you grow up. Have a cracking day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. Are you ready to recharge your life? Are you slipping towards burnout? Or maybe you're already there. (laughs) Make sure you grab my free guide called Heal from Burnout and Recharge Your Life for some really actionable tips that I learned the hard way. Click on the link in the show notes of your podcast app. If you haven't already, I'd love you to subscribe and send this episode to a friend who just may need a little reminder that she's a gutsy lady too. See you next week.